Hey everybody, I'm back. Um, hope everybody had a great week. Cause my week was long, although we have a three-day weekend, and I am very, very excited for that. Um, yep, it's a long week, but slow motion got a lot done, and Lord behold, Friday fucking love Friday. But anyway, I hope everyone has a safe Memorial Day weekend and uh, shit like that. Um, update. I had a conversation with my mother on Mother's Day and I took her out to eat. Motherfucker, you got a whole like guest on. You're not going to mention it. You're oh, just like, oh, yeah, shit. Fuck all oh, that. shit. You about to go I'm so for sorry. a minute, too. I'm so sorry. Okay. <clears throat> nah, fuck no, all no, no, that. No, no, no. All right, restart it. Bullshit, no, 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 no. I ain't no restart. I was, I was closing gonna, my eyes, nigga. Nah, I ain't no restart, brother. We gonna, right. we gonna stand on that. Okay, okay. This man got me in his house as a guest. Just leaked from out the uh, county on You Feel Me podcast. Yes. I'm so sorry. You know what? Where are my manners? And I have a special guest today. My good, I mean, he's a brother. My brother Malik is in town. Um, he has a leak from out the county podcast. I'm I obviously, ain't done it in a minute. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time, man. I'm obviously hosting him on here. And um, a leak from out the county podcast. I advise everyone to check it out. It's a great podcast. But I have my first guest, and I'm extremely excited. Malik. Well, shoot, we was talking before we even started recording. I was listening to the You Feel Me podcast, and it just had a vibe to it. It was like, it was very introspective. It was hype. It was a level of honesty you're not going to get from cats on the street. It's just not an option because people don't usually open up like that. But it made me ask a question when you were speaking. I was wondering, what else do you and us, what else do we want from our parents? What else do we want from mama? What else do we want from daddy? Once we realize all the ways in which they were imperfect, what do they give us as adults? What do we get from them? Um, so as adults, uh, for my mother and father, I just really, really would like, or I think transparency mm-hmm. and um, for them to be able to just humble themselves and just put themselves in my shoes. And, you know, we have our thoughts, how we feel, how, and just be able to piggyback off each other respectfully and have a, a healthy uh, relationship. All right, now I got to put you in the place of a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. What if the answer, as you've seen before, you don't want to accept it because we don't want to accept it because if somebody gives us who they are and their boundaries, it means now we got to make a decision. What if they're telling you through their words and their actions, uh, that's a fuck no. I refuse to be humble with you. I refuse to get in them shoes with you. And I refuse to admit fault. Where do we go? What's fair? Um, that's a rough question because I'm literally in that situation. What is fair when you get that fuck no? What the, what's fair? Mm-hmm. And I think that depends on the person. Definitely. I mean, definitely. I got to say this real quick and this is I'm somebody who's always been all I don't really fit in with stuff and this conversation has been going on throughout our entire generation on all platforms in person on Twitter on Instagram I have an ugly answer I honestly 
I honestly think that we're allowed to we're allowed to accept whatever we can accept and we can make people fit into our lives in whatever form we choose. While you can't say absolutely not, sometimes I wonder if, if they give me that fuck no, can they still exist in my world just on a different level? Are there a set of boundaries I can put them into to have, to be able to keep them or is that foolish? No, I think, I think yeah, establishing boundaries and I think it comes to a level of self-respect because I think, you know, like, like with my my situation, my stories, I've given people, my mother and father, chances over and over again that they don't. So it's just how much self-love, how much self-respect, how much, you know, how much is like, how much can you take before it's like, no, okay, you're not going to do that? Okay, I respect your answer and I'm going to cut you off. But, um, sorry if I'm getting off topic to you. No, you're not. I'm wondering, what's a chance? What's a chance? Like, uh... Even though you're cutting this person off, or you're allowed to sometimes still call on that birthday, like "Happy Birthday, Mom," and then hang up, or is that is that a chance, or where's the line? Um, how much? How how complete does the cutoff have to be once you get the fuck no? I haven't quite figured that out yet, but I would say like, you know, in a general situation, if you're cutting off your parents because of disrespect and the gaslighting and everything, but I'd say holidays. And birthdays, if you celebrate a birthday, give them a call. If you feel like, you know, comfortable enough, go out to eat with them. Say, hey, you know, just talk about surface general things because we can't talk about anything deeper because when I did, we knew the outcome. So, you know, let's just talk. You know, celebrate your time. You're still here. You made it another year, thank God. And keep it pushing after that. You know, holidays. Something about that is still pain. That's something about that is painful. That's more of a painful answer than the absolute cutoff because you can still be cordial and you can still say hey, but you can never have a complex and deep relationship based on like the way you carry. Yeah, that's painful, man. That's painful. That's something we're willing to do though. It's extremely painful, and it's a pain that we're willing to endure though. Like, but we can just be like, okay. I can have respect for this person, but respect, by the way, doesn't mean that I uh, do the same exact thing for each person. I had to explain this to an ex. The respect I have for Braxton Daniel is different than the respect that I have for an enemy, and you can have respect for an enemy. Respect is conditional. So you're saying, okay, I can still have respect, but I just can't have nothing deeper, and that that almost brings a tear to a nigga eye. I mean, for sure. I mean, it's and it's like. It's just how much do you love yourself? Because you're talking to them about things that happen, things that bother you, things that, hey, mom, dad, hey, I sometimes have this bad habit because sometimes I can't cope with this or I can't, you know, fully come out and say this. And it's like, if they can't respect it and they can't just give you a hug and embrace, I mean, just really give a fuck because they didn't then. And if you really can't now, then it's like, yeah, I got to treat you like a fucking homeboy. I have to treat you like... You know, like some dude. You said you gotta treat mom like you treat your girlfriend when she's not giving you no butt. Like, yeah. hey, what's good with you, dog? You gotta dab your Right, mom exactly, <laughs> right, right. It's like, like I, hey, full way, hey, my dude, we good with you. <laughs> Applebee's. All right, yeah, yeah. You know? Crazy, and it's these are your parents. These are people that you trust. These are people that, and you can't do it, mom, dad. It's like, and what are we? We have nothing after that because you can't respect it. And I'm tired 
of fucking masking this shit. I'm tired of self-destructing. I'm tired of taking pills, drinking. I'm tired of, you know, smoking all this weed, trying to numb this shit out. If I can't talk to you about it, people to people, heart to heart, then what the fuck are we? We're nothing. Right. So it's fuck you after that. But you just said it ain't fuck you. We said we just dapping up like homeboys. We dapping up like Make homeboys. Make it more mild than fuck you. It's like, like a like an acquaintance that you are almost like a familiar face at the gym. Oh my god, I remember you from high school. Wow, everything good? Yeah. What are you doing, cardio? Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll see you around. I'll talk. Okay, next time. And never, just like I mean, a fucking acquaintance. Because it's like, that shit hurts, man. You're fucking sharing some shit that they've, you know, that's molded you into the person you are today. And, like, it hurts you. And you haven't forgot it because I'm still the fuck talking about it. It's still relevant in my head. And if I can't share that and bring that out of my heart, it's just like, it, it sucks. It's like, now I have to do what I have to do. And I know that's hurtful, but it's like. Who's going to give a fuck about the kid? Who's going to give a fuck about me? Let me make this transition real quick. Because the next part I was thinking about was like, how much can we ask from others? And your version of things. Honestly, me, I ain't going to get on me right now. And your version of things, all you would want for your mother and father to do is to humble themselves and empathize with your situation. And what would that look like? What's that action? What are they, what's the... I hear the words, but what's actionable about that? Like, do they just say, Braxton, I apologize, yo. What do they do? What's that look like? I think it would look like uh, humility, right? How do you, how do you, how is humility in action? That's not action, you're right. No, I'm, I'm, that's not what no, I'm saying. I'm it. saying, how do I show you through my actions that I, I'm with you? Like, Well, I think when you're, you're open enough and you, share that with them I think you know they're making eye contact or just I'm not saying they have to cry with you because they didn't go through it they just projected it so I'm not saying that and I'm not saying a hug is going to make it better but I think it's like you know as humans we're big on energy Mm -hmm. right so you can feel the energy you can feel the like man like you can just it's like you don't I mean you can be I don't you can have on a fucking clown mask but this is why we had to get to this point. I'm glad you got to it because you said it's an energy thing between humans. And when I asked you, how much can you ask from another person? You asking another person to exude something so powerful that you can feel it. Yeah. Are we allowed to ask that? Because look, Gil Scott Heron said something cool and I just now figured out the meaning. Gil Scott Heron said the revolution will not be televised. And for a long time, I thought that was stupid. I was like, but everything's on television. And I finally got to see this man say why he said that. He was saying that true change does not begin on your feet, your clothes. It doesn't begin in your bank account. The revolution of the mind, true change happens inside where no one can see it. Right. Absolutely. Is that sometimes not a lot? Is that is that sometimes not a lot to ask our parents to be able to show us something that's happening inside? I think it is a lot. I think it's a lot on both parties. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, because with me, the way I grew up and everything, I'm a people pleaser. So if I see, if I start talking to a parent, now, not recently, but if I start talking to a parent, my mother, my father, about anything I've went through in life, currently going through, 
and I see them struggling, I see them breaking eye contact, I see them changing the subject about a fucking cheeseburger or something, something that's, you know, mm-hmm. not on topic, I'll sometimes kind of people please, I'll mellow it out, or I'll kind of kind of water it down a little bit, yeah, no, for sure, yeah, oh yeah, that cheeseburger, yeah, it does look good, but it's like, no, and that brings it back to self-respect, it's like, no, we need to talk about this, because you fucked me up. You are the reason. Now, so far, what we do know is we're not exactly sure. I'm not exactly sure. And it sounds like maybe we, we're not exactly sure what it would be, like, look like. That true revolution where they reach humility and empathy mm-hmm. and true, not sorry. They're not sorry, but they're apologetic. We're not exactly sure how to articulate what it would look like. We just know for a motherfucking fact what it don't look like. We're seeing the breaking of the eyes and we're seeing, like, the changing of the subject. Man. So I, I still like get a real ass about like. I'm sorry. I, I mean. No, I, no, I'm not saying it's you. It's like, this is the thing. Because we we're looking for something that we have never seen. Right. Would there be something in a hypothetical world? The pain that you experience. Sometimes I have this fear. Is that anything someone else can do to help you with that truly? Is there, is there, do you, you can't even really imagine what it would look like if your mother or your father truly could give you the thing that would repair the injuries. And I don't think that is a thing. I, and I don't think that is a thing. I've been watching enough paternity court and like, uh, homicide cases on YouTube. I've seen dudes be outright like remorseless buttholes, like when they commit a murder or something like that. And the feds like, fuck you. And then I've seen people break down and they're crying and they're like, for, for like running over somebody's foot like I'm so sorry and they be like now fuck you mm-hmm. sometimes the injury can't be it's nothing that that person can do to heal that that's something that's between you and God and that's what I was meaning when I was asking how much are we allowed to really ask for is the thing we asking for like El Dorado does it not exist is there not a word or a thing that can really give us the healing that we're looking for well from another person that is as far as asking for I don't think it I don't think for any more or what you're, you know, talking to them about and what, you know, what it looks like. I think it's not, it's not for them. You know, it's not for them. It's facing your abuser and talking to them. It's for yourself. It's for, hey, if we all fucking die tomorrow and pigs fly or some crazy bullshit, I know I looked my mother in the eye and told her how I felt. I know I told my father what he did to me still hurts me. And it's for me. It's for me. It's not for you. So if you cry, if you laugh, if you, whatever the fucking reaction is, the damage is done. It doesn't matter. But I know I did that. And that that does something to you, you know? And that's what I like about stuff like this. Because I hadn't thought about that. To be honest with you, my point of view was like, if you're injured, if you burned, if somebody burnt you with a cigarette, there's nothing they can do to stop that from They already did the shit. But what you're saying is what they can do is play a part in you confronting them. That's what they can do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and like I, I said, like that, man. I never really thought of it like that. No, they just got to be a player in me acting out my trauma and saying, "Hey, I've been injured. Mm-hmm. This is how I was injured. This is mm-hmm. how I feel you played a role in it." Mm-hmm. So that reaction isn't so much the thing that you're looking for. It's just that you had to give that to them. You had to confront them. Yeah. For sure. And like I said, last year, I talked to my mother about these things. Mm-hmm. And I've been self-destructing ever since I was 18. And not quite knowing why. 
you know, back when I started, but just knowing, but now looking back, I was trying to escape and doing, you know, different things I've never done before and things I wasn't raised to do. And it's just like, I was just trying to escape. So, you know, the fact that you have that self-awareness now and you're able to confront your mom or dad or uncle or grandmother, distant cousin, like that's big. So you should give yourself a pat on the back for that just off, off the rip because, you know, you're growing and you're realizing things and you're not numbing things you're thinking and it's like that's i think that's when the healing process starts so it's like the the healing process has already started as far as you know you're healing from trauma you know and you know whether you talk to them and get the response whatever whatever but you're standing up to them and i think that's another you know almost like level two in healing you know self-aware boom level two you confronted them and that's a big thing because a lot of people they can't even bring themselves to even talk about things they've been through because it's just it hurts it's too deep it, it gotta be super intoxicated or probably you know damn near blacked out to even start because it just hurts so the fact you can you know verbally explain to them the things that are going on in your heart and your mind it's like this is all That's for you roof. you kind of using them like a press plate like they're weak mm-hmm. they helping you get your muscles up yeah because they did it it's like you did yeah. it i'm gonna take it outside of the parents round because this is another thing I've had a conversation about before. Before we ever recorded, I didn't have it in this house. Something I realized that was kind of interesting about life, we tend to have stricter rules and we're a lot more uh, cruel to the ones that we love than we are to strangers. Things that we will accept from everyone else in the world, we will never accept from people in our own homes. And we know for a fact, they're never going to let you starve. They're never going to they're more than likely not going to kill you. And I was like, what are we allowed to accept in the house? I, I have no... No, I'm not saying, like, I'm, I'm not making a statement about what you should do or anyone else should no, do. Yeah. I just wonder, how much of that outside stuff can we bring inside? I used to have this ex. When she would get anxious and things like that, I would have to guide her through that step by step. And I did a lot of growing. I learned a lot of cool stuff trying to get her through those. But when she was, like, really anxious, she would get to the point where she cussing me out. She, like, like, fuck you, fuck you. You don't understand. You don't understand. And every now and again, I'm from Baltimore. I'm like, hey, bitch, get it together. Mm-hmm. Tighten up. Right. Every now and again, I couldn't be a therapist. Every now and again, I'm like, yeah, you need to tighten the fuck up. But what I noticed one day, she called me because she caught a flat. No, she didn't catch a flat. I think her battery died. And she was in the parking lot. And somebody came up. When I was on the phone trying to talk her through how to get her car back on, she was she was fully freaking out. Like, I couldn't even talk to her. She just, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And then out of nowhere, an old man walked up to her in the parking lot. And he said, hey, how are you, miss? Is everything okay? And all of a sudden, her demeanor got very calm. She said, actually, my battery's dead. And I'm on the phone like, is this bitch kidding me? This bitch got to be kidding me. But what it really was is that what I learned from her going through that, that dude ended up helping her. She didn't call him no bitches. She didn't say, uh, fuck you. She didn't, she wasn't, you don't understand. You're always trying to, uh, minimize my problems. Mm -hmm. Because it was a stranger and she understood that she needed the help and strangers don't have to understand you. She mustered up a level of control that she couldn't give me. Mm-hmm. Even though she knew I would give her my last. Mm-hmm. I say that to say, sometimes we have homeboys that we like get away with all sorts of callous behavior. They have no empathy. They're ugly. I've, I've 
I've had homeboys that were murderers. I've had homeboys that were thieves. I've had homeboys that were liars. I've had homeboys who were a lot of things. But do you think I would accept my father in that way? No. No. We wouldn't. No. I've had homeboys I've thrown fists with. I've actually, we would never. I'm not saying that we got to accept mama and daddy for being murderers and killers. I'm just wondering how much of the outside stuff can we how much of that can we take back home and we say, okay, I, I gave that stranger that grace. Can I give mama or daddy that grace? And not to say they get to walk all over, but how much of that grace can I give them so I can learn how to control myself? Like I said, she was throwing such a conniption that she couldn't even control herself. She was throwing a fit. And it was causing her to self-destruct. How, how much of that grace can you give to mama and daddy and say, Oh, this motherfucker's human and I need them to understand me. So I'm going to dial back and control this aspect of myself for a second. Well, as far as grace... My bad, I was rambling like a motherfucker. No, you're good, because I feel that. My, my fucking nickname is Grace, because that's all I've ever given them. You know, I think... Is that real, or was that a rap ball you just gave me? No, I'm serious. Like Grace, like I, Stop I have that. because like your mom and dad call you Grace. No, 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 no. My nickname, no, my middle name is Miles. But I'm just saying, Grace, like Grace, Grace, Grace. That's all I've ever fucking given them. So because... you gave me a rat bar. That's all I wanted to okay. establish because that was hard. You maybe like, I did. My my nickname is Grace for all. Of it. Yeah, this nigga give me my a bad. rat bar. You something apologize. else, y'all like that? Man. Yeah, <laughs> man, not for real. Like I've okay. given it because as a child, we're. You know, we're vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So we're naturally thinking like, mom, dad, you trust them. You trust their judgments. You trust when you're punished. You trust, like, if I did something wrong, then I had to have been wrong because you're my mom and you're my dad. And if you guys think I did it wrong, then it must be wrong. And I must have fucked up. And I have to make it right or I have to suffer this punishment or something like that. So you're already in a, you know, mm -hmm. you, where you have to trust them because they're your parents. So, um, God, Jesus, sorry. Moving forward, it's like, you know, you grew, you're growing up to kind of take responsibility, you know, like, oh, take this L, okay, I messed up, I did that. So you're already in that trust, you, so they already know, and they can feel it, they know, because it's like mom and dad, it's on TVs, it's on Full House, it's on, wherever there's a mom and dad figure, so... You know, it's like you already hold them to a certain respect. I mean, that's just how it is um, with parents. And yeah, when we kids, our parents are like God. Somebody said that for a long, yeah. for a long time. I thought that was blasphemous, but truly, that's what we saw as children. And you can't blame a child for that. Your parents were like God, right? You're yeah. like God, so it's like, okay, mom, I messed up. Okay, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't have taken that candy bar out the out of supermarket. Maybe I shouldn't have you know, kicked that kid in the leg and got suspended from school. So it's like you're already holding them at a certain respect where it's like, I trust your judgment. If you say it's wrong, then it's wrong. And, um, I don't know. I just, maybe I'm getting a little bit. I just, and moving forward, not in, number one, parents make mistakes just like we do. No one's Absolutely, perfect. Bro. Absolutely, bro. And it's like, you know, I've, I'm a, I've taken my anger out on my girlfriend, Desiree, right? And I shouldn't have. And it's like, I've taken my anger out. I've lashed out on my dogs and snapped on them when they didn't really do anything. And like, I've just been angry. I'm an angry person. And my dogs are looking at me, for example, like 
okay, my owner's upset at me. I have to have done something wrong. But it's like, I did nothing. He, like, they didn't do anything wrong. Or I'm overreacting or something like that. But it's almost like, who's going to police the police, right? Who the fuck is going to tell the police, hey, you were speeding. Hey, you, you know, you made, you didn't have your blinker on turning left. It's like, nobody will. We just trust that they were doing whatever's well, right. No, eventually, we, that's why we're having this conversation. Eventually, uh, the children police the parents. Eventually. For sure. God said, uh... Those who start first will finish. What do you say? He said, start first, finish last. Mm-hmm. Last, finish first. Mm-hmm. So there is a reversal of roles, and you see that in our li- lifetime. There will come a time when your mother's like your child. And Oh, for sure. And I think being a parent is like a very sacred thing. That's why, I like, you know, I pray a lot. I talk to my girlfriend. I trying to do the, you know, we're doing the podcast. We're just trying to just heal because we want to be the better dad's mom we can be to our children so we don't have that same generational like you know bullshit like why are they dealing with the bullshit my mom did to me why am i lashing out on my kid because my mom fucking punished me and never let me have anything so i'm not gonna let my kid have anything and that's just what the fuck it is it's like no hey, fuck bro, that you mind if I ask your question? go ahead big bro do you have any intention on having children yes okay okay just asking because i'm like uh this is I always this is just about a general statement. Would you would you feel would you feel it was fair if your children held you to the same criticism that you hold your mother and father to? Yes, it's fair. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The same exact cri- because my mother and my it's like I said, when it's like this. Now, granted, a lot of people a lot of people have children and it's by mistake. They don't plan it, right? Right? I don't believe that shit. That's I, a conversation for another day. I don't believe in that shit. My mother been telling me since I was a kid, uh, after 13, nobody's having a kid by mistake. On a young man's part, in that 30 seconds, what he was thinking was, this thing's so good, I'm about to leave it in there. And then the little girl, she thinking, he reminds me of the father I never had. And that thing was also so good, I think I'm gonna leave it in. That's what happened. I don't believe in no accidents. People just like to be delusional. Okay. Sometimes people do, like, they commit the, the perfect crime and then they they like to pretend, like, live in la la land, like, I didn't mean to do that. I don't believe in accidental, accidental baby. Nah, respect. Okay. Well, Unless you're like a, in a third world, you grew up in a well or something. This America, nigga. We yeah. had TV, you knew better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Respect because, okay. Well, Okay, leave it in there, whatever. Like, that's just what it is. Like, but you have a kid, right? Okay, what's done is done. Left it in there. This thing's so good, he left it in there. Whatever. So, hold on, real fast. Go ahead. You understand that when you're nutting your lady, sometimes she go to work and it drip down her leg. Yeah. She knew it was in there, bro. I don't believe in that. Right, 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 right. That's, that's what I'm saying. Point, yo. you okay. Walk, you walked away and that joint was dripping. Like, you felt it on your knee. Yeah, nah, like, yeah, like, we had sex. Like, don't. Yeah. I feel that. But it's like, okay. It's like, you're old enough to have sex. You're old enough to understand the birds and the fucking bees. So you're old enough to understand, you know, how you should raise a child. You know right from wrong. It's like, come on, we're fucking adults. Let's take a spot. It's like, I didn't know. I didn't know. You fucking knew. So it's like, don't project that same. I mean, that whatever you went through, it's like, it's really important 
to deal with it. Or, hey, you got a girl pregnant? Go see a fucking therapist right the fuck now because it's like, I want to be the best person I can be. I want to be the best parent I can be. To the left, to the right. Um, yeah, you're left. But it's like, you know, so when you're, when you're in, when you're in that situation, I think, you know, it's time, it's game time. It's time to put on the motherfucking pads. It's time to put on, you know, the helmet and it's time to get on the motherfucking field. Um, and yeah, and you need to be the best parent you can be for your child. You don't, don't, don't take out that stress or whatever. Cause I know how it fucking feels. Shoot, we didn't got past the point of the, the, the last talking point was like who decides the boundaries, but that's such a simple one. We understand mm-hmm. who decides. It's not like a universal thing. We all get to decide which relationships are working, which ones we want to keep. It's an individual thing. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do you think it's like an absolute law, like as far as the people we entertain and keep around us? Um, I'm sorry, as far as what, like you're saying, like, like some people just sometimes people will tell you, especially in this era, like with a social media thing, they'll tell you certain things are absolutely unacceptable. Like, uh, cheating is absolutely unacceptable. Mm-hmm. I don't come from that, right? I would never tell my woman this, right? She got one and a half cheats, that means she can get fucked one time and she can, she can kiss the dick a little bit. I'll forgive it, I'll forgive it. I'm not gonna tell her that. But between me and God, mm-hmm. is she a good woman? I ride. I'm like, all right, boo, boo. Right. Don't do that shit again. You have point five. Don't do that shit again. But that's all it is. But then again, some people are like, uh, I just now saw something on YouTube. Niggas are talking about you should accept, like, get beat the fuck up. I don't believe that's so. But clearly that dude do. So is that absolute? This is how far everyone should go in their relationships. Mother, uh, son, son, father. Girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, husband. You think that's an absolute, or is it just what we decide to rock with? Um. So okay. So I'm just gonna. Sorry, because I'm, you know, my brain. So what you're saying is, like, an abused child. Is it? Is there so much like you should deal with in a relationship or project onto your that partner? That makes you sicker for real, for real. When you bring it up to kids, I'm gonna ask you. Do you think there's an absolute boundary? that everyone is supposed to maintain. It's just that certain individuals are so sick. Or do you think that these boundaries are wholly individual? Does each individual person have the right and the sense to decide these boundaries? Or is there like an absolute boundary? Um, I think... I'm gonna just. I don't want to tell you anything, so I think I'm gonna like. You're not gonna influence. I've already made up my mind. I'm just asking. You. All right. What do you think? I think it's completely individual. Mm-hmm. I think it's completely individual because I've had relationships that were very deep. They I felt enriched after I learned a lot, mm-hmm. and then conditions that no one else would accept. Like mo- many people would. I used to have a roommate and. He had finished 12 years in prison and he was a full, he was a murderer, bro. And sometimes what he would do, out of nowhere, he would get really, really low. He'd get really manic and he'd go, bro, I just don't want to hurt nobody no more. I don't want to have to hurt nobody else and I can feel it. They're going to make me hurt somebody. And he would be fully in tears. And this motherfucker was about 6'4", very motherfucking big. And we would be outside and I'm like, this nigga kind of terrifying. Because I knew he meant it. 
right now he's in prison right now for murder. Right now. He went back because he meant that shit. But he taught me he taught me how to rub a woman's feet. That's how weird it is. I learned that from a, a dude who was actually a murderer. He uh he taught me how he taught me about how to cook certain things. He taught me about how how to be real considerate. He taught me a whole lot, and I, I gotta I gotta dedicate another episode to my big brother Tone. He was a good dude, but many people would reasonably say that is an inter, a relationship you shouldn't entertain because there's a slight possibility if you speak this a little bit incorrectly, he might he might murder you. That's the thing. But that was something I was willing to accept. But I learned a lot from it. Right. Um. I. Man, like. Um, I kind of, I kind of agree with you because, I mean, I do agree with you. If you don't, if you don't understand, I mean, if, if it works for you, it works for you. I mean, if you're, if you're in that relationship and it agrees with your spirit or the same thing, like I said, like you said, you're friends with a murderer, right? But he taught you how to rub feet. He taught you how to cook certain things. It it agrees with your spirit, because that's how we are. It agrees. By with the way, I didn't rub his feet. I not, I oh my bad. Like I didn't that. say that. Did I say that? <laughs> no, no. I wanted to make that very clear. We wasn't rubbing each other. No, feet. no. Nah, I nah, didn't think nah. that. No. But he like you know. Just because he was been locked up so much of his adult life, he fiend for women in a way that was different. It wasn't purely sexual. Right. He, he liked the way a woman smelled. He liked to make a woman feel good. Oh. And when he would when he would lay down that with a woman, it was yeah. different than somebody who had been out all the time. I'm just trying to bust a nut. That's not what he's thinking about. He right. like truly cherishes a woman. That stuff was cool. I could probably learn from him too. But um yeah, and I just think if it I I just think I don't think you're gonna get no lessons from him. No, today. no, not like that, yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah, like he gone. you know. But yeah, I think if it agrees, I don't give a fuck. It, the relationship between one and two is not for anybody else to understand. If you want to talk about it, that's on that's on the fuck you, right? Mm-hmm. But if that agrees with your spirit and how shit's rolling, then it is what it is. Like, hey, I I understand. Like, for example, like I like my like my coworker, right? It's like we got one. We, um, I mean, but yeah, I, that's, that's all I'm going to say about that. But yeah, for sure. Like I said, it agrees with you, it agrees with you. And because people know when enough is enough and when they get fed up, and they, you know, but if that relationship, for sure. Yeah. Well, shoot, I appreciate you, uh. To Mr. Uh, you feel me or you don't feel me podcast. <laughs> uh, this leak from out the county. I thank you for having me, bro. It was oh, a pleasure. for sure, man. I learned I, something talking to you. I got a new perspective, and I thank you for it. For sure. Thank you. I thank you for having me. Thank you also.